This is A Friend, a podcast focused on the work of Jeff Lemire by a fan and his long-suffering wife. I'm Jamie. I'm Edna. And on this episode, we are um, <laughs> continuing Overkill, um, and we are reviewing Sweet Tooth issues 29 through 32. Um, we're not good at restraint. I mean, we have been. It's just that we're, like, so close to the end, and they're coming in sets now, and there's a TV show, and it's just, like, it's too much now. It's just too much. (laughs) So maybe we wrap this baby up so that we can go on to something else. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. And and plot-wise, it's picked up a lot of pace. Yeah, like, I need to know. I'm... I need to know. And they're telling us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the person that reads, like, seven-set novel series over the course of, like, days. (laughs) So, I am showing the utmost restraint, (laughs) spending a week on three issues. So, let's just... Four. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. All right. Well, the creator credits this week are, we're back to the normal. Uh, story and art by Jeff Lemire. Letters by Patrick Brousseau. And it's published by Vertigo. Yeah. And I keep saying Vertigo, I think. Do you? I think so, yeah. Vertigo. Anyway. Uh, well, Sounds some, like a prescription medication. I thought it's not something you put on your yard. That too. Um, anyway, there's some breakdowns? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, 29. It's been a month since Gus was shot and Jeopard was kicked out of the dam. Gus is healed enough that he and Singh escape and run to Jeopard. Back in the dam, Lucy's illness has gotten worse. Richard and Bobby discover the identity of Haggerty. Meanwhile, Jeopard and the boys make it to Haggerty's base, except it's really the survivors of Project Evergreen, who tell them what Richard and Bobby discovered also, that the Walter Fish they met is in reality Haggerty. And with the boys gone, that fellow's getting real creepy with the girls. Real creepy. Okay, issue 30. The survivors tell the full story of how Haggerty joined and then took over their community. Back at the dam, he throws away his crutches and starts being awful to the ladies, and beats up Richard and Bobby. Jippard attempts a rescue mission, but has an accident on the ice, and is found by a dude with a bloody axe. Yeah. 31. Singh has kidnapped Gus and is speeding away toward Alaska. He's no match for Gus, though, who gets away and makes, it, makes his way back to the dam. Jippard is interrogated by the bloody axe hunter guy. Back at the dam, Haggerty is having a creepy dinner with Becky. Richard wakes up in a cage with Bobby and Wendy. They escape and let Gus in the front door. I'm glad we were able to establish that thing is both awful and a wuss. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. We also, hold on, anyway. <laughs> um, in issue 32, we established something else about Gus and his slingshot. Yeah. Um, Haggerty is no match for Gus. <laughs> and his slingshot. His, his, his slingshot and the other hybrid kids. Uh, it turns out Jeopard and the Hunter played in the same hockey league. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> like, I knew it was coming. I was waiting for it. But yeah. also, what was that? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a hockey fanboy. <laughs> no, I was like, that man played hockey. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the one that he beat the snot out of in that one issue. I was like, that's going to be him. And he's going to be like, I'm going to beat you up now. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so they played in the same hockey league. Yeah. Then, then, after some tough guy bonding, they skate off to the dam. Gus stops Lucy from killing Haggerty, and they kick him out of the dam. Jeopard makes it back in time to discover that Lucy has been sick and has a chance to say goodbye before she dies. 
which is very sad. Very. I'm glad that he was there, but also... <sighs> okay, we'll get to that. All right, Q&A time. Uh, number one, were you disappointed with the time jump? Um, like, we didn't get any recovery time. Just, like, bam, bam, months went by. And so everybody was okay. Like, he, everything was fine. Yeah. Everything must have been fine. It wasn't creepy. And Walter wasn't being, you know, terrible for a whole month. Nobody noticed. I guess, if, like, what is normal for these people, though? Yeah. He could have been creepy. And they were like, look at those plants that we have to eat. Look at those. Like, what What were they going well, I mean, to like, figure out? Becky'd been there five minutes. And she's already having to get rescued by Richard from his creepiness. True. She's so, also spent years as a prostitute. Well, yeah. So, what is her normal? But she was creeped out by him. She sure was creeped out. But, like, if he wasn't laying hands on her, she's probably just going to let it slide. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was more disappointed with the, you know, because we, we sort of left on a cliffhanger before the, the last, you know, way back prequel flashback thing. Right. Um, you know, Gus had just been shot. They suspected Walter yeah. slash Haggerty. And Jeopard had been kicked out of the dam. Well, only Jeopard suspected Haggerty slash Walter. Yeah. But, you know, we just kind of were left with a lot up in the air and we just come back. But just, you know, we're just moving on. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. And so we spent a month out in the wilderness. Uh, growing a cool beard. Growing a cool beard. Uh, yeah, and it seems like everything was just fine for a month. I don't I don't know. That was a little weird to yeah, me. I thought it was weird, too. I mean, the story was good. We went into the story just fine. But, like, I don't know. We should have had some of that month, I feel like, maybe. Some flashbacks or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's okay. We got plenty. We did get plenty in here, though. Even if it was just like a, a little one-page flashback or a couple panels where like Walter realized he'd went too fast with Becky and he, he, he says he's going to dial it back. But he didn't. But we, we yeah. But we, we didn't see that. Yeah. But no. I, I mean, apparently he didn't. Either, either everything was okay or nobody said anything. Yeah. Or they were just so preoccupied because it was just a month, maybe they were just preoccupied with the shot, with the shooting, with the recovery of Gus. Like there was so Lucy's many other things. Illness. With Lucy being sick. I mean, there was a lot of things to not pay attention to Walter and his weirdness. Yeah. I thought that was a strange decision. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, question two. What did you think of how things played out with Walter slash Haggerty? Yeah, no, I, like I said, I really wanted it to be okay, but yeah, of course he was going to throw those crutches down. Of course he was going to be a bit of a psycho. And when I say a bit of a psycho, I mean like a crazy man. I do appreciate that it was kind of Bobby that took him down. That makes me feel really good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And Just, good. I, I love that. <laughs> he showed up to the fight with a gun. Gus showed up with a slingshot and won. Yeah, and they're like, oh no. And he's like, oh no, we're going to do this. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, so guys, yeah. no, we're going to take him. And they're like, I mean, are you sure? And he's like, oh yeah, no, we're going to do it. And they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And they do. And I love that for them. Uh, but yeah, no, the whole thing was a little bit strange. That's to be expected. Uh but Walter slash Haggerty was a crazy man who wouldn't have expected 
that to come at him from that angle, I would suppose. And I, I do, I do like that we got to see the depths of how depraved he really was. Yeah. And then he got his comeuppance. Yeah. There was no more dancing around it or suspicions or like it was just fully out in the open. He's a monster. Yeah, we still don't know what happened to the other family. I think we know. I mean, we nothing, do, but no. like nothing good yeah, happened. Good. But. But yeah, he's lived there alone all of this time, being all weird. What is that? What is, like? I don't know. I'm glad he's not there anymore. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. He doesn't deserve that. I'm glad it was the hybrid kids that took him down. Yeah. Yeah. That that felt. And Teamwork. also, um, felt appropriate. But also, I like that he was using, um, the pretense of being handicapped to, um, sort of you know lure everybody in mm-hmm. and to make them underestimate him. And I I love that by the end he gets a broken leg and he has to use those crutches. Yeah. It just felt like some justice in that. Yeah. He also underestimated those kids as well. Because yeah. it was the kids that took him down. Yeah. And that was nice, too. Also, Jeopard couldn't do anything. Yeah. And the whole the whole situation, uh, Jeopard couldn't do anything. He couldn't save Lucy. He couldn't... It was too late to save everyone. They took care of it. He just met somebody and just did the things and just got there. He skated his way there and that was it. And he didn't even, I mean, it was even Gus that rescued himself from the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Jeopard's not the only tough guy anymore. Right. But if Jeopard ever does find Singh, that will be a problem. Yeah. Sure will. Yeah. But I, I do love it that, I mean, because so far it's, Jeopard has been doing everything. Um, everything that required you know, courage, resourcefulness, it's all, it's all been jabbered. Yeah. Um, now, you know, Gus is holding his own, you know, Gus is showing himself to be a leader, to be resourceful and, and be brave. And so I thought, I really liked that, that moment for him. Yeah. That was nice. He's growing up in a good way. He didn't just automatically kill him. Yeah. Yeah. And even after as awful as he had been, um, he wouldn't let them kill him. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of the hockey reunion in the cabin? What about that? <laughs> like, there came a point, though, in the back and forth where I was like, Jeopard, bro, just tell him. Because obviously he's convinced that you're something that you are the polar opposite of. Like, it could be that he was somewhere where you were. And, like, there's a good connection there. Just, just tell him who you are. Like at this point, you're not you're gonna be too late if you don't just tell him. He sure wasn't going to though. Like what was that? Um, Jipper doesn't think too clearly when he's angry. He just doesn't really think though. They like thinking is not Jeopard's strong suit. Jeopard is a doer and not a thinker. It's that's just not that's not what he's there. He's for. a man of action. It's time for action, not yeah. You know, and the, I th- that's okay. We need people that are action-oriented. Um, Gus needs somebody who's action-oriented, typically. Uh, but maybe in this situation, a couple of steps of planning, just a little thought of maybe how do I get from point A to point B requires a little bit of sharing. Yeah. Would have yeah, helped. He was just in desperation mode, though. Yeah. He also had just uh, flipped over in a vehicle and probably had jostled some brain cells right all up one side and down the other. And that, that noggin's 
taken several beatings already. Yeah. Yeah. I do like um, the interactions with hybrids are very different now than they were in the beginning. So now he sees the bird boy and he's like, hey there, man, what's happening? Like, there's very different interactions whenever we see animal kids now. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, too, that we've seen that, that Gus has had an influence on Jaber. He, he's he's still a man of violence, but, like, he doesn't he doesn't immediately... Like, you talking with the hybrid kid. His, his immediate response wasn't violence. It was to go speak to him, you know, Yeah, he could shot the him. bird, yeah. Um, and the guy he shot, he didn't shoot to kill. He shot him in the shoulder. Yeah. Um, I think Jeopard, you know, pre-Gus or even pre-few months ago, that is dead. They're yeah. not, he's not having a conversation. Yeah. I was, I thought that too. It was like, yeah. that's interesting that he let yeah. him even live. Yeah. And he even stopped, like when the Evergreen people came out, like he didn't immediately just, you know, go ham on them. Like they, he stopped. Yeah. Which is kind of what him. he said he was going to do. I mean, he, it sounded like he intended on just laying waste if he needed to. Yeah. But he didn't. He counted to three and waited a second. Which was nice. Guess I civilized this hockey thug. Oh, that's so sweet. Somebody needed to. I don't think it was the hockey thug that was the problem. I think it was the uh, post-apocalypse, you know, warrior that needed civilized. Probably. Something about watching your wife die uh, in traumatizing ways and then being left in a wasteland will do that to a person. Yeah. That's just my opinion, though. Don't hold me to that. Yeah. Okay, so how devastated were you when Lucy died? We knew it was coming. Like, it was inevitable. Well, then we had, we had a little bit of hope that maybe they would find the cure first. I guess. Not a lot of hope. But... Like, I always have that hope because that's who I am as a person. That maybe this time it'll be different. But, like, the track record of this series is not that. The track record of this author is not that either. That's not the thing that he does. Um, he likes to bring family together, but he's not a feel-good author. That's not his goal in life. And I'm, that's okay. Like, I, I don't mind that. You can tell me the story, and the story does not always have to be a happy ending, like, all the way around. You just give me a good ending. It doesn't have to be a happy ending. Uh, and Jeopard and Lucy did get together, and they reconciled. Uh, and so that's a good ending. Uh, and maybe... And, like, he got a closure in this way that was much better than the closure he got in the last way and got to see some growth uh, that on both characters. Before she died, there was growth, and there's growth for Jeopard as well. So that's good. Uh, but I didn't like it. Like, I didn't want her to die. To die. And that's sad. Also, they lost a nurse, and that's really sad, too. Because nurses are very, very helpful. And that might make them even more dependent on scene when he comes back in the picture. Yep. Yeah, and nobody wants that. That's not a situation you want to be in. No. I, I did like that last conversation she had with Becky. She was talking to her about how brave that she was. And you know how much Becky had grown and changed. I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that, too. But now we're down one, one, I feel like one focused adult. She's strong and willing to kill like Jeopard, but she wasn't quite on the same level. And now she's out of the picture and that's not, 
mm, it's not the best. It was kind of a Mad Max Furiosa situation. Yeah, that's fair. Both very resourceful, both capable of levels of violence. One of them's a little more in touch with reality than the other. Yeah. Although I think that her and Gus have, have done a real number on Jayford. I don't. I think he's definitely changing a great deal. Yeah. And I think I think I don't think it's Jessica. I think Lucy had a lot to do with it. Yeah. I think having all those people depending on him has changed how Jayford feels like he has to conduct himself in the world. Oh yeah, it's all been a matter of perspective with all of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's all been good for him. No, this was a good set. This was uh, a good conclusion to the to the um, storyline with Walter. Uh, especially, I mean, like, we don't want Lucy to die, but knowing all of the things and where it was going, this was a good way for it to go. I think, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I think this was probably the best story arc so far. Yeah. I am glad that, uh, or at least as of right now, that Singh is out of the picture. That makes me happy. Okay, let's move on to the next question then. Okay. Last one. Uh, it'll tie into that. Okay. Um, so, um, last time you spun out some of your theories about what's going to happen in Alaska. Yeah. Okay, so now, let's cl- I mean, clearly that's all that's left. Mm-hmm. They've got to they've leave this dam and go to Alaska. Um, some of them maybe. We'll figure out who, mm-hmm. who says and who goes. Um, but now we've got a couple of free agents floating out there. Singh is no longer part of the party, but he's clearly still going to have a part to play. Yeah, um, he'll be there. We didn't see any of Abbott in this story arc at all. We're clearly done with Abbott. No, he's he's on his way. Okay, so I'm wondering about um, the current state of your theory about Alaska and how you think those two free agents are going to factor in. Right, so Abbott's still on his way. We know that. Um, I still don't feel like everyone is going. I, Singh will be there. Um, I, like, he has to be. How he will be there, I don't know. But, like, he has to show up. Because that's who he is as a person. But it makes me feel better to know that he's not going with um, Gus. Uh, because progressively he was showing more and more who he really was. Because, you know, I never, ever liked him. And he was just more and more exactly who he was from the beginning. Uh, Just more and more an awful, particularly focused person. And so um, I'm glad that he did that. I'm glad the guest was like, okay, that's it. We're done. End. Uh, And so we'll see how that goes. But they'll have to meet up again. Like that can't, there's going to be a reckoning there. Uh, for Singh himself. So that will roll back around. And of course, Jeopard has to go. We know Lucy isn't going. Um, I think Hockey Bud's going to make it all the way to Alaska. I hope Hockey Bud goes to Alaska. Like, I feel like it's time, I guess, the Lucy replacement, I don't know, gets a buddy uh, that also gives us Bird Boy, whatever his name is, to come to. Um, I'm still feel like Bobby doesn't get to go because Bobby's still has to go sleep time right yeah we were talking about hibernating like months ago right so um unless that that disappears and we don't hear anything about that ever again which i feel is like a a, that would be a real problem maybe being inside the dam in that environment that wasn't exactly winter in there maybe that reset him his internal clock or something i don't know but i feel like bobby i just bobby just can't i don't feel like bobby can go um so, I've grown very fond of Bobby. I love Bobby. Bobby can't go. Wendy, um, 
So Lucy, Becky, Wendy, Wendy needs to go. Gus needs to go. Lucy's dead. Becky, and what's the other guy with the glasses? Richard. Richard. Who got pretty roughed up. I'm shocked that he did not die. I really did think that he would die. Uh, I figured that Walter would kill him. I, I think that your theory last week about Richard having to confront him, that there being a, a meeting between those two. Yeah. I think that's the reason Richard's alive. That's the only reason he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, So I wouldn't be shocked if Becky and Richard don't go. If they do go, like, if Bobby stays, they probably will stay. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody's got to watch Bobby. Um, But Wendy has to go. Other than that, like, I don't know anymore. But I just, I can't imagine Bobby going. And then that leaves who has to stay. Well, I'd say those evergreen people are, are going to move back in. Well, yeah, you got the evergreen people, too. Yeah. Um, but, like, they can't, you, you just can't, you can't leave Wendy. Wendy does have to come. She has to be a part of the story. I don't feel like you can give her up. So, um, yeah. So, it all depends on if we split up uh, the rest of the adults or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're doing eight issues next week. No. <laughs> we cannot. We could. But we cannot. Because we'd end up with like an hour long special. And nobody wants to do that. I don't want to do that. Nobody wants to listen to it. And I don't want to talk it. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right. Well, now I think we're done here. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.